This time on TNT. Canada's Golden Girls. The soccer women won the gold medal, buds. Hey, I'm moving in. I moved in even. I moved. And I made a friend at CRA. It's all coming up right now on TNT. Hello. There he is. How's it going, bud? Good. A Saturday sneaky rip. I like the Saturday sneaky rips. Apologize to the buds for a little bit late this week, but it's been busy for both of us. Well, like maybe uh, the busiest week of your life. Is that overstating it? Uh, no, it would, that'd be perfect. Like to the point where, uh, over the last couple days I've, uh, I've felt kind of numb where you don't know what's happening. And um, uh, just by like, I looked at my phone, the steps and I give my phone to, to Annalise a lot to play games or whatever. And I've been like t- probably banging out at least between 12 to 16,000 steps every day. Whoa. With a, just from walking back and forth to Home Depot or wherever up and down the stairs. It's just been like a, a kind of like a, a slow marathon chipping away and just. You know, it's been great in terms of seeing how fast we've come. Like three weeks ago from where this house was to now is is amazing. We're in rooms and so it's just, uh, yeah, it's been quite the whirlwind. Definitely the most stressful time ever for sure. Right, right. Do you know what I just, do you know what I just remembered? Um, This is such an uh, an aside. Um, When I filled in on Q, when Gian Gameshi was the host of Q, he had certain settings on the mic to make his voice sound super deep and pervy come on and what then do you mean? like it would how does that it, like uh, just the bass crank the bass yeah crank the bass make it sound way more like that so when guest hosts up. came in he instructed the technicians to put it back to Turn. zero or whatever oh man um and that I, is some that's some greasy stuff i just thought org Insecurity.org. I just thought of that for a second when I was listening to you going, right, right, right. Um, how is, like, does it feel, first of all, does it feel like home yet? How are you sleeping yes. in your bed? Like, yes. How yes. It, is it working? That, that's what I love about it off the top. Like, even before we got here, it felt like home. Um, just sitting in the backyard or, like, walking around, taking rebs for a rip around the block. Like, it's just, uh, it's just quieter and uh exactly what we were looking for yeah you know? it's 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 uh like uh it, it was just so busy have you had a chance to like sit out in the backyard in the evening or that yes. stuff yet or it's just wide well, open one thing that's you know when you have people working in the house all the time or painting or sawing floors or whatever you kind of got to get out of there so i spent a lot of time kind of hanging around in the backyard and uh there's so many plants here and trees that that need watering, and uh, there's like the nice water reservoir of the two barrels. If it rains, they're ram jammed, but like it hasn't rained in a couple of days, so we're uh, low on water because one of the hoses has to be redone because of the kitchen or whatever. You know how uh, water works. Yeah. So we're down to the hose in the front, but like watering the the uh flowers and plants is actually it takes like it takes like 45 minutes of like solid because there's so many yeah 
Yeah, I can't. I've never seen so many different plants, and they're all like so beautiful. I have a the plant, you know, app where you take a picture of the leaves, and there's so many different things that are like incredible that you don't want to you don't want to let it die. <laughs> it's like there's currants and gooseberries. There's a there's a cherry tree, pear trees. There's grapes. There's uh, there's all kinds of vegetables. There's all tomatoes and chives and cell uh. uh different kinds of lettuce like it's just crazy man There's so much stuff and then the flowers are nuts there's daisies and like shasta daisies and and lilies and it's crazy i don't even know all the plants like wendy our neighbor at our old place is all about it so she was walking around like oh my god <laughs> like there's hedges i'm trimming hedges bud like super square and like round trees. Oh and yeah, bushes. you have to get a steel hedge. Yeah, clippers. you know, like the yeah, I need the, the or the Husqvarna. <laughs> I need yeah. one of those like. Zi- but I did it pretty good with the trimmers, like the hedge old schools. But there's those big ball plants that you know the, oh, yeah, the huge shrubs that are ball, and then there's like the 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 ones that are like pine bushes, but they're round and stuff. Like yeah. it's really a lot of. Like this guy was was hardcore, like into it. So that's he was retired, and that's all he did was gardening. And so it's and I, they're so beautiful that I don't want them to to go anywhere. I don't want them to dry up. So yeah, that's Might a whole other level out, I've bud. added. I like it, man. I like the gardening, the watering and stuff. It's it, it's, uh, it's peaceful. It's fun. Well, because it's life. You see the life. It's like oh god damn, I'm thirsty, and it's like ah. Oh. Thanks, man. Oh, man. Like, you can feel it if you do it on the reg, right? The Wait, the that's the plants going, oh, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for sure. The plants are like, God damn, give me some water on after, like, the SpongeBob when he's all dried up. Because you see the soil's just so, like, dusty around. It's like, ah, It's like, oh, yeah. Just look, 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 guzzling the water everywhere. You're puking. You're so thirsty and throwing up. Oh, oh my god, thank you all. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, I'm thirsty. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> you get all up, but you hit it again. You're like, whatever, man. This is awesome. It's funny. I didn't picture plants to talk like Janice from the Muppets. Well, if you give, hey, if thanks, you give man. If you give them uh, a voice, it's like your uh, your vacuum, man. Like, but plants are the real deal. You can, if you start vibing with their personality, it's like you can sense it. <laughs> it's awesome. But Get I, these fucking caterpillars off me, motherfucker! <laughs> See, I don't. I, I've never imagined them that. Wow, <laughs> that, that's the oak trees. What the fuck are you doing? Looking at me this whole fucking year? They're fucking all over me, you, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> that's the tree yelling at you in the house. As you stand doing the dishes, watching it out the window. You're just sitting there having a great day, like a man cut the alive, you son of a bitch. <laughs> They're everywhere! Oh, I'm screaming. I guess I think because they're so still and calm, yeah. I kind of imagine they would talk more like this. Yeah, but not when they're all getting eaten by caterpillars all everywhere. 
I guess those trees are freaking. Have you ever seen a calm, collective person lose it? <laughs> right? Like, yeah, it's they're great. usually the more, they're the most crazy ever, right? <laughs> I haven't snapped in 10 years. I'm going to do it right. <laughs> so, what part of the day do you water the things? First thing in the morning? Because uh, you're yeah, not supposed early. to do it midday, right? Yeah, you don't want to. Well, you don't want to touch any of the leaves or the flowers with the sun burling. Yeah. So yeah, you can maybe do like a little underneath bang. You know, like if it's if there's nothing there, you're better off to just try and hit the roots. sneaky roots. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I was getting my my grass chops last year. Now I'm getting the full bore of everything. Well, how is Wendy doing with you guys moving? Um, like is she sad? I think the I think they're thinking of moving now. Really? Their friends, their other friends, Tom and Lisa, they live on uh, just more. Just they're they're always together every week, hanging out, and they just sold their house, so they're moving. They're doing the Aurelia sneak, right? <laughs> so that's that's I think that's it. Their friends in the neighborhood aren't there, so it's like, well, then you kind of feel like, well, what's the point, right? Might, let's cash out and, and go get some we like. Who knows, right? <clears throat> They've been there f- since the early 80s, so well, you can't really lose <laughs> you know, selling your house there. So how many tradespeople have been in your house this week? This is what I've concluded is one of my pet peeves in the world. I feel like I, I really like people. I enjoy meeting them. I am happy to hire people that do specific things. All I ask, like, I will never try to beat you up on your price or take a long time to pay you. I'll pay you quickly and in full. Just do what you said you were going to do. As long as you do what you said you were going to do, we'll get along fine. But I know in some cases with trades, they're trying to serve a bunch of masters at the same time. And it's kind of a timing thing because you can't do the electrical until the plumbing's done. And they don't want to have days where they have nothing to do while they're waiting. So it's kind of a house of cards. But it is also pretty frustrating for consumers sometimes when they don't show up yeah well i mean we've been lucky but i think by starting like i said all the the floor people were incredible amazing the the baseboard people the the floors the the trim the stairs folks they were all crushing it but i don't know i've had there's usually five to six people a day in here and uh like for example, it's Saturday, and there were t- the uh, two tile buds, and the uh, HVAC guy came in. Whoa! And tomorrow, I guess we're just trying to we're gonna do a little bit of <clears throat> demoing, getting rid of some stuff in the in the in the gar- garage to put the central vac unit in there. Are you doing that? So e- Are you doing the demo stuff? No, I got a bod coming in. My uh, see the painter. We have his Mo. He's a great dude, and uh, he's got some good buds, Brian and Steve. They, they're they're fun to hang out with. They paint, and uh, it, it, they're they're all kind of jack of all trades guys, right? So if they can't do, or they they'll, they'll be doing one thing, but they could you can know I'll, I'll say, well, this have to have to get this done, and they're like, well, I can do this. I'm a mason or whatever else. Like it, there there's a little bit of everything crossover so, buds. 
Yeah, so I've, it's we've been lucky to have people that are hardworking and, and good people. So, uh, but a lot, yeah, there's a lot of people coming and going. And like you said, it's just kind of when you, when you're, I guess, contracting your own jobs, that's part of it is, is, uh, can, you know, making sure everything's flowing properly and there's no one getting in anyone else's way. Cause that's what, that's what everybody wants when you hire them is just make sure that I can do what I have to do. And, uh, yeah, so it's just a lot of little juggling and coffee runs and hanging out and Cause you're kind of the contractor. Yeah. You're teeing everybody up. And are you sourcing exactly. materials too? Yep. Everything. Like you're going to get so flooring and picking it up and bringing it and stuff. Yep. Crazy. Not the no, not the not the big stuff, but like grout and uh, paint and all you know, all the, all the you know. We did get the tile, but that was previous. A Kijiji bang. Lisa f- scored some porcelain Italian tile. What? Uh, on, on Kijiji, yeah, it's insane. This stuff is wicked. We just put it in the kitchen. We're gonna put it in the foyer at the front. It, it's got like a, it looks like you're looking into the solar system vibes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of slate vibes, but also there's patterns that are in it. So it just has, it's nice. <clears throat> and it's, it's solid porcelain. So it's, if you drop something on it and chip it, it's not going to be like all of a sudden some gray. It's going to be the same thing all the way through. Oh, museum. Yeah. <laughs> um, is everyone into having their own room? Oh man, yeah. That's why it's interesting. There's, there's no, there was no sadness at leaving. They're so psyched. I can't. When can I set up my room? When can, like, the independence of having their own room has like trumped the whole like missing the house or going back. None of that. It's just been so positive. And the neighbors at all the new the new neighborhood. Are amazing people really cool nice so uh it couldn't be better man couldn't be better well i'm happy for you um did you have any uh did you have any of the tinglys as you were pulling out of the driveway for the last time no 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 i even drove by a couple times after and i didn't get no (laughs) i didn't get any tinglys are the maps living in there i think uh no they're gonna keep it as their cottage. How's that? And that's pretty awesome. Are they really? They live like f- fifteen minutes away. <laughs> yeah, and I gotta say, it's pretty funny when they bought the house. They kind of showed up in a little kind of old BMW banger, and when they came to to, to get at the keys, there was like a brand brand new Porsche Cayenne, really, Macan. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, man, loaded. <laughs> um that's so, crazy so loaded that you can buy a house with cash keep the other one for you know let's ah, ah let's not move in there let's just hold on to it wow that's some dough some dough um did you happen to watch the canadian women's soccer game i saw it uh while picking up uh jack astor's takeout for dinner because we don't have a kitchen. Of course. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it was... Yeah, it was incredible. I, I saw, like, the the quick synopsis. It was, like, a half-hour version of it. Yeah. Because I heard about it and followed a little bit of it on on social media. But, wow, yeah, it was amazing. Incredible. And couldn't be better. 
and Christine Sinclair finally getting her due. Like, wow, so amazing. Perfect. It really was. And it was very moving. And I, I was trying to figure out why I was so moved. And you just can't help but think about all the uh, teammates and neighbors and coaches and friends and people that went to high school with them and people that said they should quit. And um, the heat was outrageous. And uh, the game was so even. Like, they really, to be honest, yeah. got outplayed in the first half and um, came back in the second half. It It's so inconceivable that a game could be that close and they could still determine a winner. Like, you know, people have mixed feelings on penalty kicks. But, yeah. um, man, it was just... There's something about the Olympics. The girls and I were watching... Uh, I, I don't even know what it's called. Speed walking, for lack of a better term, the other day. And like there, there are penalties. There are timeouts. There are if if you leave the ground, like you start to jog when you're supposed to be speed walking, which is tempting when you're yeah. trying to go fast. Some math will step out with a sign that says like two minutes, and you have to mm-hmm. stand there for two minutes. Yeah, I didn't know That's that. Weird, but yeah. it, it just makes you think like uh, the innate drama of athletes who have spent four years preparing for this 30 seconds on the world stage, like the risk and reward ratio and the commitment they have to their, a lot of these sports that you've honestly never really heard of. That's the wild thing. The coolest thing is this has been probably the biggest uh, Olympics for women in in the history of this country. Yeah, it's wicked. It's been so empowering and amazing to see uh, I think there were, that that was also probably the element just to see the difference that it's not just another male team winning a gold medal. It's it, it was just a whole other experience, and just to see that the, the the women like Penny dominating the whole Olympics and just it's just a great thing that that uh, was needed for sport in Canada. It's going to be a huge boost for the future. Well, maybe that is at the root of it. Maybe that is what what I found so emotional about it, what it does for the women's game. And soccer is uh, a sport that's kind of late-ish to this country, and it's been bigger all over the world than it has been here. Um, But it was neat. It was neat. There were some gutsy coaching decisions, making late subs and putting in young players with fresh legs but little experience on the world stage. Um, and it's the kind of thing that had it backfired. Today, people would be like, man, see, I knew they shouldn't have done that stuff. But um, yeah. it did. I, I, well, think, uh, I did feel about, bad like, so, for Sweden. Like thinking about soccer in the 80s, like I remember we were kids, like the blizzard or whatever, like it was just such a small thing. And now to see that Canada is dominating the world in women's soccer... And it actually, you know, I would never have thought that would be the case in the 80s. No. You know, just the way things were with sport and how big you saw soccer being around the world. And that, again, proves as Canada, as a nation, to put the kind of uh, money and, and initiatives into women's soccer, uh, you know, the, more than other countries around the world that had should have been doing that for decades, you know. So it's just, again, leading and by example that, that you can have success 
uh, if you put some some thought and and funds into it. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty cool. It is. It was a wonderful moment for Canada, and could have just as easily gone the other way. And just such a fine, mm-hmm. razor sharp line between uh, winning and losing. I still like to see like a regular guy from the crowd running with, you know, Andre de Grasse, just to see the difference. <laughs> like how fast, how fast they run compared compared to like you or I. Just like okay, boom. Okay, we're gonna have this regular guy from Scarborough on the blocks just to give you guys a feel for what this is. Like in sport, you know, they do stuff like that. Well, it is inconceivable. Boom, shot. The guy's like the guy was. Wouldn't even be at the 25% part of the track. <laughs> They're done. Um, nine seconds. How far could you get nine seconds on a 100-meter dash? Well, it takes me about huh? five to get off the couch. I think that I could I could do, honestly, the, my nine seconds, I think it would come around 33 meters. 33? I don't know. What about... 40 I'm thinking it's like for us I don't know like his uh, 25 seconds would probably be pretty fast um no for 100 meters well I kind of want to uh, I kind of want to try now I know I, I kind of want to see maybe it's like worse it's like 43 seconds really come on yeah maybe could be that bad this is the other thing they are they're young like what many of them like there's they're running like 40 kilometers an hour or something right is it that fast high 30s it's something crazy like that so i think i could i don't know how fast we could run maybe like you saw in the office when they're running and it's like set eight miles and they're 10 miles (laughs) there's a 14 year old chinese diver 14 that scored two perfect tens to win gold. Like, 14 years yeah. old. A child. 14. So, well, that, that shows you how much progress you can make when you have talent. That's it. Right? Like, if, if, that, if they started at, like, four, <laughs> that's a long time, I guess. If you're already ripping it up at six or seven, you're just crushing it. Yeah. Wow. It's, practice, though. It's nutsky. Imagine the practice. Um, there's Imagine a, the practice. Like a pole... I was watching the women's pole vaulting, and uh, there's a... Imagine us trying that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's <would> be, insane. <laughs> it's inconceivable. There's a, a woman named uh, Annika Newell from... I think she's from Saskatchewan, and she's phenomenal. But she missed her jumps at the whatever four point eight meter mark, and they're like, "Man, you know, she's just really not bringing it today." What? You know those what those big horse that when they jump the big cow thing with the handles on it, like they run and they jump on the springboard and they jump over that horse looking thing. Oh yeah, 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 like yeah. okay, yes. Like imagine you or I trying that, like. For sure, a hundred percent. I would. It would. That horse, the cow thing with the saddle on it, 
would hit me right in the chest after I jumped. The um, what's it called? A something horse. Like run it right into it. Is it the pommel horse? No, that's a different thing. What do they call that big cow with the things on it? I'm, I'm going to the Google on it. Horse vault? Oh, is it is. That's a men's pommel horse. Good for you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> when they run horse. and pump off. <laughs> is that, so that's the same thing that they get on and start doing the crazy flying around, right? Yeah. Like the swinging around? Yeah. Yeah, the pommel <laughs> horse. So that's the same thing. They they set that up for both of those events. Oh, here's the thing. Do they take the, the, apparatus they take the saddle off? Stems from a wooden horse introduced by the Romans and used to teach mounting oh, and dismounting. So that's what they used to have, just horses sitting there. Yeah. And you gotta do the thing right up into a horse's arse over it. Bro. So they have the saddle on the horse, and they're doing all those things while the horse is just standing well, no, there I don't chopping think, on. I think the Olympic sport evolved in that way. I don't think the Romans were doing that super turbo spins. Well, because they were running around naked with olive oil on, right? The beginning was that the a first sport? Olympics. Well, no, they were running around with nothing on. I don't know why, with the, the leaves around their action, just to be fast. I don't know. The, they but played, the, um, like, catch a They just did the 100. With an oily it was like the 100. Roman. It was like the 100 meter dash, right? But uh, when did they start sprinkling in other events? Was there, like, at that point, like, fighting a lion? Was that part of it or something? <laughs> they got a big, strong guy. He could, oh, he got eaten. Uh, the original Olympics. It's intense, um, but it's fun <clears throat> to watch. That's for sure. And I can drop into some sport I've never heard of, and three minutes later, yeah. I'm so invested in the outcome. For sure. Because I, I think yeah, part or- of it is imagine devoting so much of your life so intensely yeah. to something that people have never heard of that is over in ten seconds. Or the weightlifting, like lifting you and me on and over their heads. Yeah. And just dropping us. Like, oh, that's no big deal. 300 pounds. It's crazy. Crazy that, it, can't it, do that. it's been pulled off. So what have you been doing this week, bud? Well, Joy had her lady surgery this week. Okay. Um, so she's a uh, um, little tender, little Aww. kind of feeling sorry for herself. Um, mm-hmm. she's kind of, uh, you know, crying a little more than yeah. she usually does, but, uh, by and large it went pretty well. It's just been summer okay. vibes here, man. Yeah. Yeah. Summer vibing. Summer have vibing. You been hitting, have you been hitting the PEI a little bit? No, we didn't this week. Um, okay. cause Indy's playing the soccer. Uh, so, nice. uh, we're going next week. God willing. Did you coach again? Or anything like that? I didn't. I was just sidelining it up. Nice. Yeah, but I was into do you, it. When do you, when you're, do you, do, so when you're hanging out there, do you just like get the chairs? Do you do the whole setup? You know how the family, some of them have like, it looks like they got a buffet going almost. Yeah. They get all set up with the- <laughs> We, we're normally, we're grass sitters from way back, but we, yeah. um, we started bringing chairs and I'll, chairs is good. I'll be honest, the chairs are kind of great because yeah. uh, my wrists were hurting sitting on the grass, leaning back on my arms yeah. the first few weeks, you know? 
you start to envy the chair mafts, yeah. right? When you, when you start looking like, yeah, they don't look like they don't look like they have to shift. Yeah, to at first you're like, oh man, chairs, really bringing chairs? <laughs> now I'm I'm yeah. a big fan of the chair move. But then you have some of them like they'll bring like a little tent, or like you know they just like snacks. They got food going. Um, I haven't seen many of those. We're certainly not the uh, food variety folks. But it's great. Indy really likes the game. She's getting better. They're learning. The team's getting better. It's just at this age, it's still co-ed. And yeah. uh, a lot of a lot of boys are ball hogs. And they don't necessarily think to pass or want to pass to a girl or whatever. But it's also kind of, awesome. it's like Timbit minor hockey kind of everyone goes where the ball or puck is yeah so i would say the no... the finer strategy hasn't um hit them yet <clears throat> i like it so what's come i got literally like i'm in anna's room that's just been finished and uh we the, the i didn't realize that uh we need to get a mattress for this bed because it's been in storage for better part of a year What's going to so be the move like there? A, I think uh, it's like I can't I can't leave the house or I walk around and it's like oh got to rip to uh, whatever either Home Depot or Lowe's around here to see it like because that's the other thing like nobody has stock of anything no like even even like shop vac bags can't find them like I, th- there's so many things that it, you go and it's like they don't have any of that. We had to cut like a 20-foot board because we only needed like a 7-foot board, but you had to buy the extra long ones because they didn't have the shorter ones. Like, it's crazy. It's so much stuff is gone. Everything's out. <laughs> Some hardware stores will make the cut for you, though. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. They did the cut for us, but just like, I don't need this extra 9 feet. Apparently, and there is a microchip wood, shortage know. in the world. Have you heard of this? Like for phones and stuff? Well, yeah, and for um, computers, but also for cars. Also, like, it's back now that cars, there's backlogs? Yeah, so in broad strokes, there's, um, I think there's a factory in China, and I don't know if they make the microchips or they make a part of the microchips, and it burnt down. So they are, there's a backlog in these microchips, and there are vehicles all over the world that are 96% done, but they can't ship them till they have the microchip so So i wonder how long like if that make that makes like your brand new 2022 car a 2021 car almost well yeah in terms of the it just makes right like if it's not coming out in freaking three months that's a huge backlog and some people thrive on having the brand new stuff i know so here's the other crazy part there's a shaking up the first world here. There's the a, first world it is problems. big time. So there's a vehicle shortage because they don't have enough new cars. So people are extending their leases that they have instead of buying new things. But also, um, in the absence of uh, tourism, a lot of rental car companies are selling off their fleets. They're like, well, we have a Hyundai Elantra you guys can have. People are like, great, yeah. I'll buy that. So if you go to rent a car, a lot of rental car companies don't have cars. 
Because they're selling them. Super weird domino effect, but also kind of an interesting lesson in being so reliant on another country to make things that you need to function. Like maybe, maybe we shouldn't do that. I know. Well, I mean that. Because imagine if another country chose to just say, we're not going to sell them to you. Well, that's how things used to be was locally everything you do whatever you can locally and outside of what you can't get locally you start getting in other places and with the growth of i guess capitalism and the concept of like trying to fool people into what's being convenient into actually not convenient for the big picture the convenient for going to one store to get everything you need is uh more convenient for that company to own you know 99% of the market and then all of a sudden they can decide where that stuff's being made and that's it we've got the point now where everything's made everywhere else and now the world is just one big shipping company which is crazy right think about the amount of stuff crossing the oceans when it's really totally unnecessary Suez Canal styles yeah, it's just crazy. Like, what the heck am I doing buying peppers from China? I know, but you have to pay when, masks here yeah. to work enough to work in a factory to do it. I know. But then if you're, like, in China, you're, like, probably eating peppers from, I don't know, somewhere else. Like, it's just so bizarre how it all works. Right. We're shipping <laughs> banana tarantulas to Canada. Yeah. Or like we make, you know, we produce all this oil, but it goes to everybody else. You know, it's just, it's really backwards. And hopefully uh, uh, the the, the uh, mental giants will actually become the giants instead of uh, wallet giants being the giants. So I don't see that happening anytime soon with, you know, 100 masks, 100 men just crushing it taking over everything and running the show. <laughs> it's been interesting as we try to find um, like uh, furniture or things that we need for the cottage. Like is your default to look at a local store or is your default to look at Amazon first? There is no well, local stores anymore. You know, I mean, there's the only local, I guess, hardware store would be home hardware and then Lowe's. But at this point, there it's about stock and you end up having to, to go wherever you can to get something otherwise you you can't have it right you know and I, it's like it, you can't take a stand because there is there's not the mom and pop idea isn't there if, like you can see it sure there are places and you support them when you possibly can yes but uh it's just so few and far between and and when you are a mom and pop you see how much more difficult it is to try and thrive because you have to work a lot harder for distribution and getting product and it's just uh but you got to keep fighting eh, bob gotta keep fighting bud um i see that firsthand through um carol's store that's right see you have a yeah a perfect example of like i'm sure you know you got to work so much harder than uh, I don't know, what's the big store that would be selling clothing like that? There's so many of those kind of stores that their distribution and all that's based on how it flows 
internally and whatever they're trying to do, making cash and gobs of cash as opposed to trying to make something unique and cool. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. There I, are see all, all, I, I, I see I uh, see all the time, though, on Instagram is some great product in, in her store. Like, it looks great. Yeah, she's crushing by it. By the way. Yeah. She's crushing it. And the neat thing is um, she... Uh, when she opened in the spring, so started ordering kind of late last year or in January or something, like most things, they work kind of a season ahead. So she's already done her buying for holiday this year. And I think she's even done spring next year. So the next thing that she'll buy is for next summer. So you buy quite a bit in advance is my point. So when she opened the store with a lot of the brands, she had to kind of order out of what was left as opposed to what she would necessarily choose. Um, Mm -hmm. And she got lots of great stuff to open the store. But this fall, it's been really exciting because stuff is starting to arrive. That's kind of the first season that she actually curated by hand. So kind of had first dibs at here's all of the things, which of those things would you choose? And um, it's really going to ratchet it up even another notch. I feel like her all the clothing designs in there and the style it's really fall oriented that's pr- almost like the christmas for for the, that vibe yeah cuz it's like warm and cozy vibes all the clothing yeah exactly and that's um uh she's really good at it she has a real uh, um handle on style and somehow can predict what's coming next um and the store's mm-hmm. crushing it it's doing great awesome which is amazing wicked or do you ever, like, how much time do you spend there? Uh, we go, I guess, about once a week, sometimes every two yeah. weeks. I have discovered about myself, and I remember this from her first store, you would think that I would be a good salesperson because I am a pretty friendly guy and like chatting with people. I talk too much. Um, <laughs> so people will come in, and I'm like, oh, it's still raining out there? And they're like, uh, like, yeah, I didn't want to spr- say sprinkling. <laughs> and then I'm like, like I didn't- <laughs> oh, man, well, farmers could use the rain, I guess. And suddenly it's 20 minutes later, and they're like, anyway, I should go. They stopped and aren't looking at clothes or anything. They just tur- leave. I chat their face off. Like, it's like the cable guy. As soon as he comes, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. You can't not talk to them. They're like, I actually was just looking for clothes, yeah. not conversation. <laughs> um, and... It really is a skill. It's one I'm not good at, but um, yeah, it, it's going great, and I'm really happy awesome. for her and proud of her. And I, I often talk about how uh, I admire her uh, outlook. Like a lot, a lot of people, not a lot of people. Some people were like, "Oh, are you sure about the timing? Lockdown, COVID, pandemic, people moving online, blah blah blah." Carol's feeling is. There are always reasons to say no. You can always talk yourself out of something, right? It's like having kids. People are like, oh, we're going to wait till we're ready. Well, you never really say, all right, everything's perfect right now. Let's do it. It just sort of happens Mm -hmm. and you have to find a way to get behind it. Um, Yeah. And so there there are a million reasons not to do anything all the time. And there's only one reason to do it. And that's because you want to or you have to or um, something is telling you in your heart that um it's something you need to do so i like that she's kind of fearless like it was open for a month and then we were in lockdown for a month yeah um but she just kind of braved the storm 
and now it's all guns ablazing. I love it. I've also got to say how I've been impressed with how Lisa's been driving this whole deal for the last, like, six months, man. She's just been killing it. She did so much work getting the house prepared to pack and with Wendy just, like, organizing everything in the house before it was sent up and done. So she's just been, like, plowing through. Like, right now, she's just going through continually, like, doesn't stop. Soon she wakes up, there's just noise of organizing and getting ready and uh, the vision, too. She's, like, we're months away. I'm like, I, I think we're only, like, three weeks away. She's like, don't be an idiot. We're months, months away. away. Like she didn't say idiot, but, like, come on. There's, like, we're at least three months away. I'm like, really? No, I don't think... Nope. <laughs> Just knows. So she she sees it, like, when you're sitting and it's all decorated and finished. And I'm, like, seeing it, like, when you can sit down in a room, it's done. Yeah. But, yeah. So, oh, so she the, means, uh, oh, the new place is months away. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, the new place. Oh, like yeah. you're months away from, like, having people over or anything. Well, no, months away from truly being settled, you know, like, uh, just the amount of work that, that has to be done. So, I, I, it's, and it's not like, it's not like trades people coming in to do anything. It's more decorative. Right. You know? That's, that's, yeah. Well, there's layers, man. Yeah. And we and we have everything. That's the thing. Like it's it's more like there's so many boxes in the basement. The basement's still full of like stuff. And like when you bring stuff in so fast, like I still don't know where clothes are. Or you know, like I've been wearing the same uh, t-shirt for three days. <laughs> you know that kind of thing where you're trying to uh, you're doing so much else that that you're you're not thinking about like. Um, you know where certain things are because right. they're just buried in the basement, and you have to kind of slowly uh, take things up every day. Now that the dust is mostly gone, like because we we just I'd say thirty percent of the house still has covered floors in the in the foyer and stuff, but the everything else has been taken away, so the dust is going away. But I still think we need to have like construction cleaners come in once. The, all that stuff is out just because of the, the dust that you don't know about that could be here. So you're doing all the floors throughout the whole house while you're at it or are you going to do the ones that you need to yeah. do now then chip away at the rest? No, we did everything. Yeah, now's all the time. The floors. Yeah, for sure. Everything's done. The only thing that's not done now is tile uh, in the bathrooms. But that's it. That you can do. Yeah. It's well, exciting. That tile, man. It is. It's so exciting. And it's insane, but uh, uh, it, it, it's worth it. Like, you just got to push through, and uh, that's it. It's been a long road. I'd say this kind of started, uh, I don't know, a few, four years wow, ago. Wow, I guess least, it has. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, when we first uh, were going to sell the house, when we decided, and then... Because uh, we put it up and then took it off and then put it back on, right? So that that mindset of the first time you're gonna sell it that was a long time ago, and at that moment I was like, I'm ready to to go. So here we are now, exactly where we want to be, and uh, I'm stoked for that. That's a, that's a, it's been a long rip for sure. You got your nest all sorted. 
the nest is sorted, man. It's, uh, you know, that's it. You got to find a home. Find some home. Got to find a home. Past that, I, I traded up the lake for grapes. Lake the for grapes for and space. lake for space. Yeah, the view for space. It's a nice view. The lake was nice to look at all the time, believe me. But uh, I'll take space and uh, fancy flowers. And is Rebs like, nice. uh, what are we doing here? When are we going back to that other place? Rebs is actually in his he- heaven right now. Is he? With, with our friend Michelle. Yeah, that he's uh, with he's with Dolly. Oh, yeah, he is. The, yeah, his baby mama. His old dog. Yeah, so he's having a good time. I was thinking about that when we were in the barn this morning, and I was in the tack room, and the cat came in, and that's where the cat hangs out in the winter when it's cold. Yeah. And I was thinking, yeah. does the cat think, oh, yeah, this is the room that I go to in the winter when it's cold? Or does the cat just think that man is in the room, so I'm gonna follow him in there? Like, do cats think of seasons? Well, I th- it's winter again. I'm sure. Uh, no, but I'm sure that the cat sees that place as its bed or whatever sleeping place. Like they they see it as their home. But it only sleeps there yeah. in the winter. I know, but it's still part of the home. That's I'm sure. Like when it gets cold, that's where I crash. So there's like an A and a B. There's an A and a B home. Like how much for the cat. How much of what an animal does is instinct and how much of what an animal does is based on thought and memory. Well, mem- a lot of memory and thought because I, you can notice that uh, they like certain things. They have uh, favorite stuff to do. You know what I mean? So that's, a, that's all in the realm of like uh, feel and, uh, and understanding. So... It's not just like nothing, you know. There's a there's definitely because they have favorite places, places they will go, places they don't go, places they avoid, people they like, people they don't like, people they you know what I mean. They, I you know the the uh, I heard a thing that dogs are amazing. Uh, they have amazing communication skills with other animals, like they understand what other animals are are uh, feeling. Uh, better than uh, other animals. I don't know what the hell the, the point of that is, but just it gives you an idea that uh, dogs can understand a lot more than what we think they can. Hmm. Like when I'm talking to, to Rebel, I feel like he understands exactly what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I'll say, uh, go, you know, whether to go outside or there's a goose. He's like, looks to the backyard. He, like, he knows that that's where the gooses are at. You know, if I say mouse, he'll look at a bush because he's like caught, he remembers catching a mouse at that bush. You know, like there's, there's a lot of stuff that that's like, yeah, that's my thing, and I know that, and this is a, this is my territory, and I I know every area, and uh, they protect their home. You know, like that's dogs. I'm I'm not I don't know as much about cats, but I know they're very understanding of their whereabouts, and they have like routes and they do like tim's cat he's like we'll go out in the backyard and just like sit under a bush and wait for mice to rip and come and hit it and then like he says uh he never used to let farfel his cat out and now that he lets her out she's like her personality is way more chill because she's actually having fun oh really partying yeah it's like affecting her mood so 
all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the, the personality is is and is more about the uh, their their communication understanding. I really do think they get everything that you're telling them. Our barn cat and they, was feral, and we uh, we were gifted him by uh, a kind woman uh, down the way. And when he got here, he was like, don't touch me, man. I'm serious. Don't touch me. And it took a while. But over time, he learned. Oh, and he also came from a place where there were 13 cats kind of fighting for food. And uh, it was kind of survivor mode. So here, he has a pretty good life. Lots of food. And um, took a while. But I earned his trust and love and affection. And now, nice. it's all he cares about in the world is getting some head scratches and yeah. and some love and he purrs like crazy and he can't wait to see us but if we see him in the yard he's like pretend like you don't know me yeah he wants nothing to do with That's us it. only in the safe confines of the barn he's like yo remember me but yeah. out in the world he's like look the other way if you see me yeah well that's uh i think that's more like this is how i have to act in public you got to deal with that more than like don't take it personal yeah <laughs> right because they're they're focused on that's their they're in the predatory mode right i guess so he's like i can't talk right now yeah it's like i'm i'm busy man this is my gig i smell something it's pretty fascinating our cat's more visual and or like his dogs sniff stuff out Cats are they looking around? They Good see question. Stuff? I don't know. Cat, cat I, oh. cats are just pretty aloof. Cats kind of do their own thing. I know they have, they have good sense. Like they, they know, and they're always rubbing up, and they leave their stink like other things. But I just wonder uh, if when they're trying to catch something, hmm. I know they're sneaky masks. They like to move around without making any noise. But I think they dogs like any animal. They can the respond to energy. This cat can climb. Yeah. Uh, up the walls of the barn. Well, like anything, we're um, going through an, a CRA audit. I think our auditor responds to energy. Um, yeah. I have, uh, <laughs> I have fashioned a, a good come friendship from? with him. Whoa, where, by the way, CRA audit. Wow, yeah. that's fun. Um, he's from, right. uh, this gentleman's from Thunder Bay. And yeah. I think it it's probably... Carol is is an accountant by trade, and and it numbers aren't really my jam. But I've learned through her that if numbers are your jam, like sifting through a bunch of numbers and understanding them and making them work and add up and all that stuff is that's pretty cool. That's really fun for you if you're into numbers. So I think yeah. you, you probably go into a job like that because you like numbers and it interests you and whatever. But if you're working for CRA. I assume everyone you call is like, oh, man, this guy, right? It's not a fun yeah. opening no. volley. And people are probably probably oh. trying to dodge you and probably trying to lie to you and well, trying to mislead. The, my, my, my concern about that is just like the hoops, you, like the, the necessary hoops you have to go through just to open up your, your books or whatever, like in the, the nonstop questions. Like, oh, it's like tax time times a thousand, right? Yes. But this guy was like, you know what? I just need to see a couple of things. And and our business is like, it's unique. We have these trailers for movies. That's not something that everyone's like, oh yeah, a movie trailer business. That's that's unique. There are unique expenses yeah, and needs sure. and whatever for that. 
Um, so he said, I just need to see a few things. And I was like, yeah, cool. No problem whatsoever. So I, I thought, you know what? He's a human being. I'm a human being. I'm going to sign the email, your friend, Jonathan. <laughs> I'm going to, when I talk to him, I'm going to ask if he has plans for the long weekend. And I'm going to ask no, if he watched not. the soccer game. Sure. So I thought I was really making inroads because he's like, he just asked for a couple things. And then my father-in-law was here for dinner last night and I was talking about the audit and, and uh, how well it was going. And he said, what, did he just ask for a couple of things? I was like, yeah, he just asked for a couple of things. He's like, yeah, that's what they do. They ask for a couple of things and then they keep asking for just a couple more things. Can I see a couple more things? I'm going to need a couple more things. So I thought I was really making inroads with my friend. And he's like, yeah, that's, he's just doing his job. But my favorite, my favorite is the seeing if he can do something over the weekend. Yeah, that's classic. Plans for the weekend, or what are you gonna go? Want to you want to go to go go grab dinner or something? Oh, I wasn't asking if he wanted to make plans with me. Oh, oh I thought that's what you were saying. Yeah, you want to go, go to Boston Pizza for some spin dip? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought yeah. you were saying. You know what? Let's like, really? go spin dip and talk it out. <laughs> Come on, hey man, you want to go? Like I don't know, like what the hell? We're go golfing or something. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't really golf, but I'll go golfing. It's actually a Just genius strategy. If you come on Five really hours. strong and the guy's like, oh my God, this guy calling me again. I should. I should yeah. call him a lot to the point where That's, he's like, I got to yes, shake this loser. Yes. Out, yeah, you gotta out like audit him, but you're <laughs> audit him just on hanging out. The boomerang. Like, you want, I brought you some Timbits. Right, <laughs> you just show up where he is. Well, I asked him if he had a direct email address because this, like, replying to CRA auditor, um, like, I feel like if we're gonna be in regular contact, like, do you have not like auditor at hotmail.com, but like, do you have a direct email I can use? And he was not feeling that. Because oh, <laughs> he's because he's gonna take you over the coals. Yeah. And he's like, he's gonna hide his identity afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's from Thunder Bay. Like, you're so far away, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So yesterday I answered the phone. I was like, hi, blank. And he said, Oh, yeah. uh, hi. And I said, you're my only friend in Thunder Bay. So when it said Thunder Bay on the phone, I figured it must be you. And he was like, oh. He's like, no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're, see you're saying that now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I asked him if he watched the soccer game. He's like, no, I didn't. I was working. And I was like, oh, man, too bad. And he said, but, you know, it was nice that we won a gold after two bronzes. And I was like, exactly. And uh, Christine Sinclair getting her due. Mostly, I just want him to know, like, I, I know you're just doing your job. I know you're a human being. Like, we can still be cool. <laughs> I think I think if I was in that position, like, the the more, I don't know. It's like, th yeah, the, the, the bugging him so he'll settle down and not, not bother as much might work. But, like, anytime anyone's trying to be too sweet, I'm, th I'm like, I think I'm going to ask him a couple more questions. Yeah, wait a sec. It's fishy. Hold on, why? <laughs> I had a friend. I, what, what's this under this well here? Can you lift this? All of a sudden, there's like a bunch of gold on your property underneath. <laughs> I had a friend named Stuart in high school who was super friendly, very polite, really nice guy. And I crossed the border back from the States with him. 
And uh, they said, how are you doing today? And he said, very well, very well, sir. And how are we? And the guy was like, pull, pull the car over, please. <laughs> like, Oh, no. Just no. like, okay, wait a sec. We got a live one here. <laughs> you outdid yourself. Oh, man. Um, That's too much. So That's classic. Uh, years ago, I was having a regular correspondence with a woman named Gina at CRA. And I changed my outgoing voicemail message to say, if this is Gina... Please leave a message. I haven't heard from you in a couple of weeks, and I've been worried sick. If this is anyone else, don't bother. And she called and heard the message, and she called, and uh, after the beep, I heard a giggle, and then she hung up, and then she called back again to, like, listen or play it for a colleague or something and didn't leave a message. Like, if this is anyone else, don't bother. I don't care. Gina, please, are you okay? Just let me know you're okay. Oh, man. So then Gina was in PEI, and when she did call, I was like, did you go down to see Regis when he was over? Tried to go full Andrea on her, and she's like, uh, I did. Yeah. No, it didn't didn't work at all. No, it didn't work, but she did go see Regis. I know, but it's just every time it like just boils you in hot water no matter so what. So tell me, what's Thunder Bay like this time of year? Oh, yeah. Hey, I hear there's all kinds of like geology rocks yeah. they're using in the new Apple phones. Can you tell me about that? He he wants to party, though. That's the thing. I can hear it in his voice. He really <coughs> wants to. <coughs> yeah, he's a great guy with Nora's buddy, say. But I do think there is a sweet won't spot open up. of, like, I, I, I'm not hiding anything. I'm not yeah. hiding anything, but I feel like when he asks questions, I don't understand them because uh, yeah. money's not my world. But I also know that I would rather be the middle person than Carol. Um, yeah. So that's why I'm trying to keep it light. Why? Doesn't... Doesn't she understand that world better? She does, but she is so serious about it and so good at it that um, I'm worried she would commit to doing way more work for him than he necessarily needs, right? She could say, I can give you seven years of receipts for everything, but But that's that's not necessary at this point. But isn't it, though? Wasn't it make his job easier? Yeah, but it doesn't make hers easier. And he's not asking for that. He's just like, hey, Q1 of 2020, let's see it. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. How long do you think this is going to go on for? I don't know. It's our second one in a year. Is he like holed up in like the local hotel just working on you? Well, no, I I think unless he has a cell phone, it it was starting to feel like I was his full-time job because we spoke four or five times this week. (laughs) I got a case out in Truro. I, I gotta be there for gonna two keep months. Gonna pulling on that thread. <laughs> he's he's at the, that Hilton by the by the the, the uh, right. He's at the Hilton. That I was yeah, at. that's where he's hanging out with binoculars trained on my house. But basically, here's the thing that that he said. Ultimately, hey, just in future, if you could do it this way, that would be great. No problem. He didn't say yeah. go back and do it this way over again. Like he is, he's very reasonable. Yeah, yeah. that's good for sure. Well, it's not like you're doing anything illegal anyway. Well, plus we're friends, so it's you know I think it's a little murky for <laughs> plus him. Plus your buddies. Yeah, you guys have a lot in common. He had no plans for the long weekend. He was just going <laughs> to relax. When, 
You gotta ask him he's going to that Ukrainian crepes place. What's it called? Hoido's or something? Oh, I don't know. Is there, is there's famous. one there? <laughs> yeah, it's like huh? a famous I should tell him we're coming. Like, we're coming to Thunder Bay. Do you have any restaurants you recommend? <laughs> See if he offers to let us stay with him. We're coming. P.S. We're, yeah, we don't know anything about the area and would love some help. We're just, like, looking for, like, tour guides or, like, a place to stay. Like, we don't have anything. We're, we're, oh, we're here. Hey, we're here. And imagine we're, like, and obviously it's not a business trip. So we're looking to cut costs yeah. in some ways. Anyway. Good chat, bud. Oh. Hey, bud. Good chat. No, let's talk to you next week, bud. Yeah. We'll get the update on the house. Yeah. Bye now. All right. All right. Bye.